This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, members of Congress are demanding that ESPN, yes, the sports network, log out of its relationship with TikTok after the Chinese social media giant sponsored the halftime shows on recent college football bowl games. Now, in a letter to the network, Representatives Mike Gallagher, who's a Republican, and Raja Krishnamurthy, who is a Democrat, writes the write that TikTok poses a significant uh, threat to U.S. national security uh, and that the sponsorship raises serious questions about ESPN's corporate decision-making. Now, meanwhile, TikTok has also inked other major sports partnerships, including deals with the National Hockey League and Major League Soccer teams as well. Now, over the past five weeks, nearly two dozen state governors and officials have imposed government restrictions of TikTok uh, in their states. The bans range from prohibiting the device on government internet networks to restricting state employees from using or downloading the app on state devices. So what is TikTok? I'm sure your 10-year-old would probably explain it to you, but it's essentially a video sharing app that allows users to create and share short-form videos on any topic. Uh, The platform allows users to get creative with their content using filters and stickers and voiceovers and sound effects and background music. And if you ever go on there, you can see people singing, dancing. You can see people selling products uh, to real estate agents, uh, putting up their latest uh, listings. Now, U.S. officials have said that because businesses in China are not truly independent from the government in Beijing, Chinese Communist Party officials might force TikTok to hand over data it has collected on American users or TikTok might use the app uh, to promote Chinese propaganda or censor uh, material that Beijing doesn't like. Take a listen. Okay, has anyone else noticed that your For You page has been a little too accurate lately? It hasn't been things that I'll Google or I talk about. It's been thoughts. TikTok knows everything about us. Hold up, don't scroll. Let me ask you something first. Can someone please explain how this algorithm works? TikTok users often wonder how the world's fastest growing social network seems to know them so well. TikTok's secretly listening to us while we're watching videos. I don't know. The answer to how this app gets to know you so intimately is a highly secretive algorithm, long guarded by TikTok's China-based parent company, ByteDance. TikTok has been so successful in terms of implementing their algorithms. TikTok's algorithm can influence the thinking of U.S. youth. To understand how it knows users so well, The Wall Street Journal created over 100 automated TikTok accounts, or bots, that watched hundreds of thousands of videos on the app. We also spoke to current and former executives at the company. Officially, the company says that shares, likes, follows, and what you watch all play a role in what TikTok shows you. We found that TikTok only needs one of these to figure you out, how long you linger over a piece of content. Every second you hesitate or rewatch, the app is tracking you. Just wanna quiet the noise. Through this one powerful signal, TikTok learns your most hidden interests and emotions and drives you deep into rabbit holes of content. That it does, and that is why there is concern in the United States, Democratic and Republic, Republic in regards to, Republican in, in regards to um, 
what uh, uh, TikTok is about. And countries like India have already banned TikTok as well. Well, our next guest in a recent column in the Toronto Sun says it's time Canada uh, banned TikTok as well. Warren Kinsella is a Toronto-based lawyer, author, and consultant. He is a former special assistant to Prime Minister Jean Chrétien. Warren, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, my friend. Uh, lots to talk about here. You wrote a column uh, just recently in regards to Canada uh, should seriously consider um, banning TikTok in this country. What's the what was the gist of your argument? Well, I think the you know there's a lot of people upset about TikTok. Um, you know the statistics to the contrary. I mean, millions and millions of people, including millions of Canadians, are on it. But uh, you know, quite apart from the fact that. It's, there's been some well-founded criticism of it for, you know, promoting um, unhealthy body attitudes with young people, um, things like that. I think one thing that a lot of people are concerned about is its proximity to the uh, People's Republic of China. Uh, TikTok is headquartered there. Um, the Chinese regime actually has shares and um, some management control over uh, TikTok, and um, as BuzzFeed uh, revealed just a few months ago, um, the uh, TikTok uh, management, uh, the executives there, do disclose a lot of what they're doing to the Chinese regime. So, it, you know, I think given the fact that it's now been documented by Canadian media that we've got um, secret <laughs> police agencies uh, uh, being set up by uh, the Chinese regime in places like Vancouver and Toronto. We've got uh, documented interference, as CSIS has told us, by uh, the Chinese regime in the, at least the 2019 um, federal election campaign where uh, uh, illegally Canadian um, Liberal Party uh, candidates and, and Conservative Party candidates receive money from the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Like we, it, we're entitled to be concerned, and I think... Um, you know, if we've got this app that is just tremendously popular, possibly watching us as much as we're watching it, we need to um, take some steps to protect ourselves. Uh, I, and I think many Canadians don't realize that no matter what business you have set up in China, ultimately they are answerable to the Communist Party of China. It doesn't matter what business you're in, what sector you're in. Uh, if you are based in China, uh, the, the supremacy of the Chinese Communist Party rules over everything and anything. Do you worry, though, that if our government did decide to go uh, forward with something uh, similar to like India has done, you're seeing uh, some uh, bans on, on government phones in U.S. states now and uh, at the uh, national level as well, that it's just, it's just too popular of an app, especially with young people, that... Uh, there would be pushback? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of people saying, look, the, <laughs> the horse has left the barn. Like in, in Canada, the projection is that uh, 10 million people will be using the app uh, by this time next year. Um, that's a quarter of the country. Like in the United States, the, the penetration that it's had with teenagers in particular, so 13 to 17-year-olds, um, have admitted that they use it every single day, 70% of them. And of that group, about you know, 12 or 15% of them are saying that they use it constantly. And, you know, people looking at it, if you, you don't have TikTok, and I don't, and, uh, you know, they look at it and say, well, you know, or it's kind of harmless, it's innocuous, it's, you know, people doing goofy things and dancing to videos and stuff like that. And that is true. But TikTok was designed about a decade ago to track 
the user. It's not just a one-way experience. It's going in both directions. So what TikTok is brilliant at doing is disclosing your likes and your dislikes, but also political leanings. And, you know, according to BuzzFeed, even where you are, there's a belief now among Western intelligence agencies that TikTok is tracking where people in the West are are physically at any given moment. Now, uh, Warren, where do you think this conversation around TikTok fits into our broader conversation around the illegal Chinese stations here and the meddling in our elections? It seems like we need a, a sort of a fundamental rethink on how we address and interact with China beyond just TikTok. We do. And, you know, this has been a debate in Canada for quite some time. And that you know the Trudeau government, as you know, I you know I used to work for a Liberal Prime Minister, so I'm mm-hmm. I don't belong to the China is is evil all the time school, but you know under Chairman Xi, China has become a global problem and a global threat, not just to us, but to you know democracy in the West, and and so it's taken the Trudeau guys some some time to get handle on that and adjust to the fact that, you know, Biden and and others who aren't just reflexively anti-China also have a problem. So that's, that's good. And I think that that is, that is happening. Um, But in the case of of TikTok, you know, they need to take a look at what's happening. And at least 20 states in the United States right now are saying to their employees and contractors, you can't use TikTok on one of our phones. You know, the U.S. military is saying, you can't use TikTok when you're communicating. You can't use it if you're a member of the armed forces. You know, there's other countries around the world, India, Bangladesh, and Pakistan, who have done similarly, maybe not always for national security reasons, but have said, you know, you're not allowed to use it. And I, and I guess the most telling example of all is that it, one country where you can't get TikTok at all, China. <laughs> In China, they don't allow people to use it. So... Um, you know, I think that we just need to, this is a sophisticated app, and we need to get sophisticated in how we deal with it. Do you think the present administration um, has the backbone, not just on, on TikTok, but, uh, it, it, you know, there has been conversation now in the past couple of months about being tougher with China, but do you think we can sustain that as a country? Because there's always that pressure of uh, from um, from Bay Street to Vancouver's Howe Street. Like, it's still a place where we have to invest. We want to attract Chinese investment, that we aren't tough uh, with China, let's say, uh, you know, a, a similar democracy like Australia has been, uh, that we perhaps may not yet have the will to, to do what's required, uh, the, the heavy lifting that's required in regards to pushing back on China. Yeah, well, the recent history has not been promising. You know, uh, the two Michaels case, I think, is the most dramatic example of, of that and the way in which, um, you know, Huawei was permitted to kind of stomp all over us and the Chinese regime so the recent history has not been good. However, um, I think in recent months, the Trudeau government has taken a slightly more aggressive stance towards China. I know the Chinese probably don't lay awake at night thinking about us, um, but they should. And uh, because if we're acting in concert with our allies in Western Europe and in the United States, uh, we can, can have an impact. So I'm hopeful that when President Biden visits with the prime minister, uh, you know, in March of this year, just announced today that this is going to be one of the subjects that gets addressed. I mean, Trump, for all of his faults, recognized that there were some problems with TikTok and they were getting ready to force TikTok to divest um, its Chinese ownership. 
And it looked like that was going to happen. And then the U.S., the 2020 election interfered. So uh, hopefully that's something that Biden and, and Trudeau can explore. Because it, we just got to take this stuff seriously. Like, it's not, it's not just videos for, for teenagers. This is an app who's watching us, and it's an app that's headquartered in the People's Republic of China. Mm-hmm. Warren, thank you so much for your time today, my friend. Really appreciate it. Thanks, my friend.